Welcome to another episode of Chin Wagon with the Ruck. I did have a YouTube channel that I was trying to venture into. And on today's episode, I'm going to post one of my YouTube channels about Miko Hardeman Jr. His parents came on and explained how he came into himself. And I'm not sure how many people that saw that YouTube channel. So we're going to try to do it in a podcast form so I really hope you listen to this dig in hear what they have to say and learn a little bit about the guy from Everton that made it to the big league enjoy this episode is called Rats to Riches Project Fishes to live in luxury now we live luxury straight out that bottom nobody gave nothing to me be careful while fucking with me all of my little brothers body they cutting for me how y'all doing out there? So, this is going to be an interesting episode because it called from rats to riches, and the reason to call it that because we've been friends a long time. Long time. Long time. Um, yeah. I've been friends with you. I'm friends with your wife. Right. And we came up. <laughs> we came up together. I mean, we came up. I, I can say rats to riches. I, okay. I, I know you've been through a lot. Yeah. Then look where you are now. Mm. Now, you played football, right? The man. Oh, you were the man there, Period. You feel that way? Then you, you saw me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, who played football before you? Nobody. So, you're the beginning? I am the beginning. Okay. So, you, you're, the, you're the one that started all this thing off because you got a brother, Kendra. Awesome. Played football awesome. Right. Awesome, awesome. Stood. Okay. All right. And you got a son. Stepson. Okay. All right. Now, you got a son that played NFL football. <laughs> crazy, right? Yeah, real crazy. Okay. Now, the thing that's crazy to me is you said it was going to happen. Yes. I told you that. How'd you think that was going to happen? <laughs> you know, it, it freaked me out because you, you said, and I laughed at you like, man, you tripping. I remember when your son playing baseball. Right. And, and you like, you know, he playing baseball, and he need to cut that loose because I'm like, nah. I said maybe he gonna be a baseball star. You can't make this man play football. And I know you like, nah. He a little mild. He gonna play football. Right. <laughs> uh, where that come from? I mean, how, how did you figure that he was the one? Well, here's the thing with Lil Miko. Growing up in a household, when he had his daddy, his brother. And his uncle. That's all he heard. Coming up. So that's all he knows. Football. Your daddy the man. Your brother the man. Your uncle was a stud. And all he was doing running around the house crying all the time. <laughs> Making excuses all the time. Mama was babying him all the time. But the thing I knew about him was it was it was how consistent he was. What he, do you mean by that? He always talked about football. Yeah, we used to go there and play the game. And I remember like it was yesterday. He, he used to cry when yeah. we didn't let him play. He wanted to play. I can beat you. I can yeah. beat you. And he would go practice <laughs> for two weeks in a row until he can get that win off you. Just to play with us. Yeah. Because I remember playing and we were like, <laughs> we sitting there trying to play and he all on our back like, man, you go get your son. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember that boy. Nah. He was just right there with us. He heard us talking just yeah. to each other. You know, how we get together. Right. Play. You think that 
by us being so competitive with each other and how he heard that, you think that helped him? No doubt. He saw it. He saw how competitive we was. So the thing was with me, with Lil Miko was, I wanted him to hang out with, when, like whenever I hung out, I, whenever I brought him with me, yeah. I want him to hang out with my friends. Yeah. I want him to see that you don't have to be a knucklehead to have a good time. Right. That you can have, that you can have friends that still, still got it going on and they ain't got to be drinking and smoking and doing that. Yeah. So he could see that. You know what I'm saying? I want him to see who his daddy hang out with. His daddy ain't gonna hang out with no thugs. His daddy ain't gonna hang out with that. So I'm, I want him to see that at all times. You see what I'm saying? So, and then he saw us kept battling every day. You know what I'm saying? Every day. Talking junk. We won, and he just seen it. Okay, he can't see about the winning. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I want him to learn. So as he got older, that he, he, he would have something like, I, I already seen the winning. You know what I'm saying? So they put that competitive drive in. Period. I got to win. Period. Wow. Period. Wow. So he has a nickname. <laughs> fat boy. Fat boy. Please tell me where that comes from. He was the. He's not fat. No, not no, not no more. The fattest baby. The little juggle walk around hot from probably till he got maybe six. He started slimming up, but up to that point, he was sloppy. Walking around the house, fat. <laughs> and I was like, God, dude, are you? Do I need to take a blood test with them boys up? You know what I'm saying? Because he ain't got the heat looking like your daddy. You know what I'm saying? But as, as he got older, as he got around about six, he started slimming up. Started getting a little cut. You know How what I'm old saying? was he when he started playing uh, red football? Fat boy started playing football when he was six. He played flag at four. Matter of fact, they moved him up from four to the five. Because you only you got to be five to play flag. Okay. But when he was four, we end up working a little something out. He ended up playing flag football. Then he started playing Becky Lee rec ball at, at six. Wow, that with pads. With pads. Cause I know when I was playing Becky Lee, as we can say, the rec department, you had to be eight to play right, football. Right, right, right. So they brought it down to six. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's, that's six and seven year old. Right. Yeah. With pads, they hitting. They getting it. Okay, let's, okay, we're going to go back with you a little bit. Okay. Now, did you play rec ball? Yes. You played rec ball? I played rec ball. How old were you when you played? Eight years old like I was? Yeah, eight. So, you was always running back? <laughs> funny story. <laughs> funny, funny story. When I was, when I when I started rec ball, eight going on nine, I used to play with this guy named Larry Rucker. Larry Rucker was the like the neighborhood coach that coached everybody, all the kids that was in that neighborhood, like Martin Grove Drive, Old Middle Road, where we lived at. He had all his nephews and his sons, all that on the team. When I first started playing football, I played offensive line. <laughs> you joking? Bro, I did. And Wait, I, were you a fat No, I was so mad because this man would not let me play running back because his son was playing running right. back. Right, so his son going to be a starter. Right, but, line. yes. Wow. Yes. And, and eventually my mama went to him and told him, my son is not a lineman. My son is a running back. <laughs> so he eventually moved me to running back as the season went along. I started that from that day forward, I started playing running back. But here's a funny story about that. The guy that who used to run the football before me was Derek Rucker, his son. So I told Derek, it's okay now with red ball. <laughs> when we get to middle school, when there is no more your daddy, no more that, the running back stuff is over for you. When we got to middle school, it was done. Wow. 
And, and the thing, hey, and that's, since you're talking about me as in football, I'm going to give you a little rundown right quick. Since you asked about who started the football thing. I own, I owned every record offensive-wide in every county history in football. Most touchdowns, most yards, the most all-purpose yard, really? the most punt return yard, the most kickoff return. Yes, yes, sir. And see, and see, and so, yeah, yeah, Red Harris, all of them. But guess who owned Guess who owned all the records at that time? Wow. I broke all their records. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing about it is I shot that record in two years. Basically. Two years. Basically. Because then you couldn't you, play. Freshmen couldn't play with varsity. You're right. You had, you're, yes. Oh, my goodness. Yes. You got to start all four years like they do oh, now. Oh, that record still be standing. It's, it's, it's no doubt. Wow. So that's the thing. So back to Lomiko, he had to figure that out. Like I used to tell him, dude, you ain't. In this household, you ain't did nothing. You, you what you done did? Bro, your, your daddy did everything. Your, your uncle didn't crush. Your uncle is the only player in the state of Jordan that made all state on both sides of the ball in the same year. <laughs> Free safety and running back, he made all state. He the only player in the state of Jordan did that. You think you could have played both sides? No doubt, but the coach would not let yeah, me play. He, it was 100% off, yeah, yeah. And then you got your brother who came along, who people forget about, who I, to me, Ah, yeah. Check it was special. Check it was special. Check it was special, dude. He only had one year, though, with Frick. So yeah. he didn't get to see his talent. But that's what Miko was looking at the whole time. Yeah, he looked at his yeah. uncle, his dad. Yeah. And, his and we made it like that for him. And we made it like that for him. Okay, let me ask you this. Uh, he started playing at six years old. Right. Now, I'm quite sure, because I remember you took me to come see some of your games. Yeah. I used to come down and see his game. I'm like, I don't see nothing special about this kid. True. I didn't see anything. You were telling me you had a bad game this time. Like, yeah. Okay, whatever. I, I know you're a dad. That's your child. So you trying to put your child up there. I'm like, all right. Yeah. I, I think your greatness done end a bit with uh with with check it with check it with check. So yeah. when did you see that a difference in me? When when in red ball did I'm quite sure it was red ball when it happened, right? Yeah. Yeah. When did you say okay now he ready? When did I know for a fact, that like, that, 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 that it was... That he was going to be something. <laughs> he was 11 years old, mm -hmm. 11 going on 12. We went to Macon. So he was getting ready to go to the middle school. Like, he was on his way to go to middle school, like 7th, 8th grade, like that. Okay. So we go to Macon. Miko had a big thing about crying all the time. Really? Yeah. It, it, it been some work. It been some work. It'd been some work with he would him. He would make an excuse. He would say, I'm hurt. Or, or some crazy. You know what I'm saying? He'd be like, um, Dad, my, my feet hurt. My ankle hurt. My, I got to get out. I got to go out. Or he'll just start crying. And he'll just, I'd be like, get out. Bye. Go sit down. And I wouldn't put him back in the game. Like, literally, would not put him back in the game. Would not. Okay. Had to break him on that. But, so I did it so much to him when he couldn't get over on me. You see what I'm saying? I, I coached him all the way to high school. I coached him even in the middle school. So he, he felt, sooner or later he was like, my dad ain't going for this. I can't, I can't, I can't get my daddy to go for it. So we go to Macon. We playing Evander, well, Elijah Holyfield, Evander Holyfield's son. <laughs> okay. 
They had an all-star team too. Now these the best team around. They're going to make it. These, these, we don't. You talk about the top teams in the country. It's down to making, yeah, rec ball. So they got all the best players in Atlanta. The Holyfield kids. They, they got. They ain't lost. They ain't lost in two years. They have not lost in two years. So we take Ever County. All homegrown kid. Right. And you thought you had a chance? I know we had a chance. We had some studs. But you got you got the pick of Atlanta. Yeah. Holyfield. Uh, everybody. Holyfield. Everybody. You think you got a chance? Yeah, no doubt. Cause we had we had some studs. Okay. So we go down there. <laughs> so Miko's at he playing the quarterback. You know what I'm saying? So we on the sideline coaching. You know, it's like me, Taiwan, and all of us. So we sitting there. So fat boy get he get the ball. He runs to the side. Somebody cleans his. <laughs> Clump, I'm talking about, cause he, cause he trying to get out of bounds, but dude don't stop. Dude just take him on out there where the, where the bleach is at over there. So I'm looking at him like, so in my mind, I'm telling Taiwan, I said, watch this. Watch, watch he start crying. Watch he make an excuse to, 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 to come out the game. So he sat on the field. When dude hit him, he sat down on the field. I'm looking at him. He, he sat down, he put a hand, he got his knees up, he put his hands on his knees. I'm looking at him, say, okay, here it come, here it come. He shakes his head, he gets up, he walked directly to me. He said, give me the ball again. I said, Taiwan, I said, what? He said, give it to me again. Gave it to him again, the next play took about 60 yards. He put up six touchdowns that game. We beat them 52 to, what, 52 to 12. The best team. The best team that 52 to 12. Wow. 52 to 12. So that, that. That was a moment, I, and I told his mama, he grew up tonight. It finally clicked. Like, I, I'm big on the clicking part. Wow. That, that's anything in life when you're talking to kids. It's going to take a minute. But once it click in their mind and anything they doing in life, once it click, like, I can do this. Like, I'm good. And believe in they said, I never had to, I never had to motivate him no more. He motivated himself. So he was 11, he was 12, 11? 11, 12, going on 12. So yeah. what's that incident that happened there? Rec ball. Before that that I, that I pretty much was through with him. I wanted to be through with him. Done. I, so tell, tell me about the incident where he's- he, Seven years old. He was seven? Going on seven. Okay. No, he was seven. My bad. I'm sorry. Okay. It was the last year in the six, seven year old. So this is a funny story. I tell a lot of people this story. A lot of people probably ain't heard it. So I was coaching in the six or seven year old. The coach could be on the field with the kid. Right. You literally could be on. The, you could be on the field with the kid. Cause you call the plays out. You line them up. So get little Miko. He quarterbacking again. So <laughs> I say, hey, we're gonna run a little sweep. You know what I'm saying? I need you. To, I need you to cut that thing up, get on, get on downfield. He said, okay, dad, okay, dad. <laughs> so, so he get the ball, he takes off. He gone, but he run, he get tired. So somebody catch him, coming this way. Again, talking about where the bleachers at, hit him so hard. I'm talking about his helmet was sideways. <laughs> now he never like sell, so he land on the field. So. I'm like, great run, cause he got like 60 yards, like, oh good run. So we get all the kids back together in the huddle. So we get them in the huddle. 
I'm like, boy, I'm finna get this ball to him again. He should be ready to go again. I said, I'm looking around. I said, where's Miko here? So all the little kids like, hey, go. He go. I said, wait a minute. I said, what you mean he go? He in the stand. Oh, in the stand. Time out, real. Time out. Now, mind you, this is during the game. This man literally walks off the field. Don't let his daddy see him. Sneaks to the sideline and get in the bleacher. Call the timeout. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I get to the sideline. Guess who? Guess who on the sideline? Miko. <laughs> get what he doing? Laying in his mama lap with his head on her lap. <laughs> he was done. Helmet off, shoulder pads still on, pants still on. He laying in her lap. Get what she doing? Rubbing his head. Oh, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I gotta hit him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know people think. Uh, what you want, Trace? <laughs> I, I got it. Okay. Your just told me. Well, was seven years old. He was in a football game doing a sweep and got caught. And he was trying to find more fear, but he was on there with you. What? <laughs> what I want to know is, did you see him coming towards you? Yeah, that was my baby. I saw him. <laughs> what went through your mind when you saw him coming towards you? He had just got hit. So, in my mind, he had just got hit, so he was hurt. But, of course, he'd be like, don't be babying him. Don't be babying him. But a mama going to always. I learned later on. But he was just laying in my lap, and he was just like he was hurt. So, he comes over there. I guess over there. I said, son, harsh. What are you doing? He don't want to say nothing at first. I said, I, I said, uh, you you gotta be kidding me. You you mean now you gotta understand, people are lit the game has stopped. So everybody's watching me and him. <laughs> every <laughs> all the parents, every cheerleaders. We talk about referee. The whole is total silent. Everybody's watching me and the little man talk. What are you doing, son? What's the problem? You think I'm lying? I'm gonna let his mama tell you what he said when I asked him. I said, son, what's wrong with you? What did your son? I, now I'm saying, her son. What did your son? Oh, so he might. Yeah. What did your son say? He said, but daddy, you know I got asthma. Suppose I have an asthma attack and die. And you don't even kill. <laughs> the man literally told me. We ain't never took no hot pepper, no asthma. That man literally told, <laughs> man literally told me, you know I got, he said, he told me, you know I got asthma. What if I have an asthma attack out here and I die? Trace said, listen, Trace, seven years, seven years old. Listen, get what I told him. I tell you what, son. Take your shoulder pads off, take your jersey off, take your pants off, your cleat, your sock. You're done. You're not playing no more football. It's, it's over. Get what he said second. Get what he said next. Looked at his mama. <laughs> well, I guess I'll come on back out there because I don't want to quit. That's hilarious. I can picture him. Yes. Dude, that's a true story, bro. That, I'm not lying. That happened during a regular. You got to think with little Miko. It didn't start off like this. So that's why I tell people. 
It might look, it might look some at first. You know what I'm saying? You think at the end, you think, oh, they he might have it. It might be easy. Because he wasn't that guy. He, he wasn't that guy. He wasn't. Am I? But I'm gonna ask you something. But then he, like in school, was sign his name Miko Vick. Michael Vick first. Michael Vick. Now, how old was he when he did that? that was like third grade. Third grade. Third grade. So that was nine. nine. Eight. Eight. Nine. Eight. Nine. Eight, nine, nine in the fourth grade. Yeah, eight. He was, eight. He was signing his paper, <laughs> Michael Vick. I ain't know nothing about no football, and I ain't know nothing about, about no Michael Vick. But um, the teacher, I had a parent-teacher conference, and she called, and she was like, um, he, she showed me the paperwork. So I was like, boy, your name is not no Michael Vick. So he get a whooping. Mm-hmm. He go back to school, and instead of changing it, he becomes Miko Vick. Miko Vick. <laughs> he would sign his name Miko Vick. I gave wow. up at that point. Literally. He did that way back then. Way back then. Oh, he's always had an imagination now. He used to invent stuff and create stuff. He always used to win best writing because his imagination was out yeah. of this world. And so when he but, got older. But his imagination? Look what no, now. he was for real now. Exactly. Mind you, he was for real. Yeah. Because I remember picking him up from school. It irritated me so bad. Mm-hmm. Like he had dreams all the time. Yes, sir. So like we would literally, I would pick him up from practice and he would be like, oh, I had a dream last night. And I'd be like, okay, here we go. This is going to be a long conversation going down the road. And he was like, I dreamed that they paid me for every touchdown I mm-hmm. made when I was in college. And I dreamed this and I dreamed. I'm telling you, these dreams was like, he dreamed uh, I bought you a red car. Mm-hmm. Um, I dreamed I bought you a big old house. Yep. Just wow. all kind of that crazy back stuff. Then, bro. How old was he then? Oh, he was just in middle school. Middle school. So then we would pull up in y'all. I never forget. We pulled up in y'all. He done told me about this extravagant dream he had, how he had money, how he was going to the NFL and everything. So we pull up in the yard. I had just got groceries. So we pull up in the yard, and I done listened to this, and I'm sick of it. Because <laughs> I, I got to hear a dream every other day, right? So we pull up in the yard, and I was like, help me get these groceries out. He said, I don't know what's wrong with you, Dad. I pay people to do stuff like yeah. this for me. I said, look at here, little boy. You ain't made it yet. <laughs> so you better get these groceries out. But he was just always like that. Yeah, he was. He was always, I remember. Um, when he was being recruited, I'll never forget. Um, of course, his favorite team was Miami Hurricanes. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know how it came about, but I remember him saying, like, maybe two weeks before the end, of, before the last day of school, his um, what, junior, year, junior year, he said, I promise you, I may not get an offer to Miami, but I promise you before this year over with, they going to know who I am. The last day of school, I'll never forget because it was like Elberton was in an uproar. Mm-hmm. Because Miami Hurricane came down and they offered him mm-hmm. a wow. full scholarship. Yeah. Sure did. Crazy. That was, I'm gonna come to that house and crazy. all this stuff's on the table. Oh, he crazy. Like, that was the only was crazy. Was official crazy. visit that he took because he knew that was his daddy's yeah. favorite school. Crazy. So he made sure he took That's his daddy on that visit. That's the only official visit he took huh? was to the Miami Hurricane, Hurricane. just so his daddy. Oh, we oh, the we whole family. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. We never that was nice. Never see here's the thing with I'm gonna tell you how all this thing kicked off with the with the um the football thing, and I, what parents need to understand about kids in the in the football, basketball, baseball, whatever. You got to pick one. Yeah. You got to pick one. I know you. I know you might like a lot of like Lamico football. At first, wasn't his first love. It was track. That's check it. Track. It, it was that what they was that what they kind of leaned to at first. But here's the thing about uh, what well, a lot of parents mess up at with their kids on the sport thing, the football thing. They kids be in the wrong sport. You cannot be 5'9". Let me sit up while I say this because they really need to hear this. You can't be 5'9 and play the number four in high school in basketball and think Duke going to come off you a full ride. It's not going to happen. 
That, no, I'm, that, that's real talk. A lot of kids could basketball give out six, seven scholarships, D1 schools, every year. Football give out 25 to 35 scholarships. D1, free education, do what you want. If you still want to play basketball, Hello. you can go out there and walk on at UGA or, or whoever you want to go. You can play any sport like, you yeah, want when you get to college. He ran, he ran track in college. But that's the thing. Yeah. A lot of kids probably could have, like, say Elba County, for instance. A lot of kids play basketball who's athletic as crap. 5'10", 5'11". But they play the five, dude. The uh, center. Uh, what you going to do when you go to North Carolina Duke when them cats seven foot, 6'11"? You know what I'm saying? You, you got to use your mind and say, okay, bas I love basketball, but basketball ain't going to be my ticket, though. I can go play football, go and get a, a full ride, free education. If I choose to go play basketball, I can go out there and trout for the team. Then you'll see how good you really is when they put you out there with the mother studs in basketball. So you got to learn. So I just tell, that's what I just tell them. We got to find out what we're going to do. Because once we lock in, we locked in. You, you see what I'm saying? So Miko, freshman year, coming out of high school, he had no offers. You. Let me say that again. His ninth and tenth grade year, out of his tenth grade year in Ever County, he had no offers from colleges. Whoa. None. Why not? Let, let me go ahead and explain that to you. Small school, Ever County. Nobody knew nothing about Ever County. Nobody. Come on, man. He started putting himself out there. Started putting up his, started going to count the best players in the country. You, you just can't sit at home on the couch and think these folks gonna come to you. Yeah. Nah, it don't work like that. Okay. So we go to Florida State. Hey, this is a story. This is, this, this is a true story. Jimbo Fisher was at Florida State then. Mm -hmm. Going into his junior year. Wait, it was the 10th year over going into his junior year. We go to Florida State. So we get down there. So all the players, are, all the top players in the country, best receivers, best DBs, best everything down there. So Lamico. Goes up to Jimbo, goes up to Jimbo Fisher and say, how you doing? My name is Miko Hardiman. Jimbo Fisher looked at him like, who, I mean, who are you? He didn't say that, but that's what that, that, that what he, yeah, like, how you doing? Me and the, me and the white guy sitting on the sideline, white fat boy, he comes back to me. He said, I tell you what. When I leave this camp today, everybody in the country gonna know who I am. Wow. And so what he did, and this, this, this is what I know, he's locked and loaded then, like I know he's different now. He get to the DB line, like you got lines, the best DBs, because they, they rank them. Number one ranked DB, number two ranked DB, number three, number one wide receiver, the best wide receiver in the country. He breaks line. He breaks line. Oh, he don't stay in the back. He comes all the way to the front, breaks line, get to the, the position coach, say, who is the bad wide receiver on that side? DB coach like, oh, it, it's, it's him. It, it, it's him. It's Demetri Robinson. That was Demetri Robinson. He ranked number one. Put him on the line. Shut him down. He don't catch nothing. Flip sides. Go to the wide receiver side and tell him, come back to the position coach, say, who your best DB on this side? So, so, put him on the line. Ate him up. We leave that camp. 
We get 20 minutes down the road, Florida State off my full ride. Oh, my goodness. Full ride. We go to South Carolina, he do the same thing. Before we get home, South Carolina off my full ride. Dude, that's crazy. And it just started trickling. So coming out his junior year, he destroying everything. <laughs> like he going to camps. He been, yeah. they like four star here. He, he said, I gotta get that five star. I'm, I ain't no four star. I'm a five star. So he, so he, he working. He working. He working. He working. He putting work in. This man had no summer. This man get out of school, high school, for the summer. He, he's in camp all summer. He's not staying at home. He every Saturday he's gone. He didn't do no prom. No prom. He, he packed his stuff. The dude come get him. We uh, uh, I take him to the camp. He gone. He trying to. He working. Okay, stop right there. Yeah. What went through your mind then? Did, did, did you see then by his dedication that he was going all the way? No. Uh -uh. I ain't seen that because I that, see. That here's the thing about me. Here's the nothing. thing. Danielle never. She always. She tell me all the time. You push me to. I said, but. I do, and I told her, you're going to look back 15 years from now, and you're going to see why I did what I did. You're going to see why I didn't let him slip. You, you didn't see why I didn't let him tilt. You didn't see why. You, you're going to look. You're going to say, I got you. I know it. But the NFL never was the goal for me, though. Never. You, you missed what I told you earlier. It never. That right there, the NFL, is the bonus. The goal was to get a free education to go to college, for you ain't gonna ever let make you make your mom and daddy pay for that eight or ninety thousand dollars tuition or whatever. That was the goal to play big boy D one ball. Yep. And get a free education. And if so happened you go to the league, it was the bonus. You can't never put the NFL and and, and make that your ultimate. You got to put that aside. That, that's, yeah, because they try to reach for it. That's a that goal right there, not that saying you can't moment. make it. No, I'm, I'm not saying you can't make it. But what I'm saying is, at this moment, you got to take them by steps. So in high school, your goal should be, I'm going to play college football. That got to be the goal. Right. That, that got to, it can't be, I'm going to the NFL. Right, you you ain't played college yet. Right. So how you going to skip, how you going to skip the process? It, it, it's, it's always trust the process. Mm -hmm. It's always, it's steps. It, you cannot actually say in high school, Man, I've been in the NFL in 10 years. Bro, you got to go play college ball first. Totally. If you ain't the man in college, you can't go there. You definitely can't go there. Done. Yeah. How many players you know went to college that you heard about them doing some things in college and they ain't even in the league? A lot. It is a lot of luck involved in that. Wow. You better believe it. So, we, that never was the goal with him. But by the time his senior year ended, he had broke every high school rug I ever had. All of them? Every last one of them. He could have did it his junior year. He got hurt. No, they took him out. They took Franklin him out from the Frank County game. He had like he what, popped five it more yards to go. They were like, they were like 35. Yeah, he, had, he, had, he had like 205 get Frank before Coach had time. Had Coach said, I'm not going to let you destroy these boys like that. <laughs> he was like, Coach, I need like 50 more yards. Break my dad's single city rushing rock. Let, let me get took they him out. Like, nah. That was his get junior out. year. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> Came back the senior year and just destroyed it. Put like twenty three hundred. So you put all over. Every record, every 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 offensive record in Ever County book is owned by a Hardiman, <laughs> and, it, and it's one two three. It's 
Miko Jr., Miko Sr., and Kendrell. Wow. Everyone. Track too. Every one of them. That, and that's not crazy. Tell me that's not crazy. That is crazy, dude. That's crazy, right? Don't tell me what's crazy about it. I don't know if you want to share this or not, but I'm going to bring it up. You don't want to share it? Then you don't yeah, you can bring it up. What, what is it for? <laughs> <laughs> Coming up, y'all been together. Yeah, I 25. Said, I said, I'm, I'm friends with both of you. Yeah. I, I, I remember when Daniel was pregnant with Nico. Yeah. Now, how many different locations y'all live at? Oh, oh man. Exactly. See that? that that's what, why what I'm saying from rags to That's a lot. Yeah, it's been a lot. Uh, had, what? Man. One, two. Hold on. To my being together. As we, as couples? Because we were best friends first. As couples, yeah. As couples. As a couple. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Which, Old Milton Road, one. That was the first time we lived together. Lamo Road, then two. Lamo Road. Um, Bowman. That, that trailer, trailer in Bowman the three, then the other then trailer. The house. No, the other trailer. The house. The house four, first. Then a, then a trailer. Five. Then what do we go after? My mama. Your mama house. Mama. We had to move to her mama house. Cause we, we lost the trailer. Right. But then we got to think after Lima Road, we stayed with Sarah. Stayed with Sarah, lost the trailer. Stayed with her cause we lost because they, cause they, they, it was like, it was like not paying the bills and that. It was just people were just. So it was just like. People the, was tricking us. Like, literally like. Well, y'all can y'all can buy the trailer, y'all. Oh, by the way, y'all gotta move because my kids getting ready to move in the trailer. Yeah, just that was the last trailer. That was after we had got married. Too. Yeah, that was yeah, just, so that we were supposed to have first dibs on buying it. Yeah, but then all of a sudden, no, we can't buy it because my my, my, my daughter's my coming. My daughter gonna come live in. And she's gonna live in. So y'all so got then, like two weeks to get out. Oh yeah. So after that trailer, where did we go after that trailer? We went to the house. That the little house that was on Broadwood. Oh, that was horrible. That was horrible. All the water was busting. The water used to bust. Our bedroom. Bedroom flooded the whole house. We used to flood the whole house. With the kids. Then after we left that trailer, what did we go to? We went to the, uh, we left that house, we went to the other trailer that was there by the London Daddy house. We got from Beth. Oh, from, yeah, from Beth and Yeah. Yeah, Beth, she, yeah. She, yeah. Okay, so yeah, we went to that. I forgot about that trailer. Then that we trailer. went to your mama. Then from that trailer, we went to my mama. And then we went. And then went, that's when we got the house. Got the other house above that, that was That was in Bowman, the one that we stayed at. And yeah. the thing about that house was, we was renting it. We she wanted us to buy it, but we couldn't. We couldn't buy it. We didn't have the money. So we was renting it because we didn't have the money. And we stayed in a what almost a year, and stayed in a year, and ended up Eugene ended up buying buy, it. Buying a house for paid cash money for him. On my birthday. On her birthday. And, and all that movie y'all did. Oh yeah. man. Y'all had y'all three to three. Oh switches. yeah. So that's what makes it a, a mental struggle yeah. because it you was. Know, yeah. Do it and be with them. Yeah, coach. be with them. And then you still had to stay focused with your yeah. coaching and yeah. boys. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. Was, that, that, I mean, that, that, a lot was, of it too was like even some of it was like we struggled. I ain't gonna lie, we struggled. Yeah, exactly. I mean, lights get turned off. It's yeah. a, it was a struggle. I'm just being Man, real. real. That was. But true. we never. One thing we never did with them, we never allowed them to see that. Struggle. We did not. It was weird. We would let them go somewhere else. Somewhere else, like we would, we would get, let them yeah, go hang out with their friends, or go stay with child. Something was wrong. Somewhere, yeah. Wow. We, we never let them we just kept back on. And something me and Danielle tried to do was I told Danielle, and we agreed on this. It's, it's serious, because I didn't have a dad in my life. You, you see what I'm saying? And I told her, it's nothing more stronger than a black woman or a black man together in a household. And the kids can actually see that they can see a mom and dad fighting yeah. anything. So they they literally can see it. Like, they get through anything. My mom and daddy. So, and that make that drive even for them kids stronger. They yeah. be like, man, you, bro, you know what I mean? My, my mom and daddy went through. And I don't complain about this crap. Wow. So the kids never complain about that. Right now, they still don't complain about that. 
Because they thought growing they, up, they, they thought th- we had it all. They thought we were rich. They never knew the struggle they of never paying a bill. They because, never you know, knew it. I remember when Eugene they never up, knew it. and he went to Florida and he got his own place. Like, they never knew what we had to do. So he would call home and he was like, these people trying to turn my, trying to turn my lights off. I said, Eugene, did you Have pay you your, light your light bill? He was like, I paid when I first got when here. I first, that, that was three said, months ago. If you he, want he, lights on. They just, they just stay to, on. You know what I'm saying? He was like, you mean to tell me you paid a light bill every month? I said, yeah. Yeah. So we just never let them solve the struggle. Never did. We just Never. kept pushing and just kept it, kept you know, pushing. we just kept pushing. had to make it do what it do. Kept pushing, kept pushing. I told her, that it's coming, it's coming, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I never, even when he left high school and went to the to Georgia, that still wasn't there. My mind, it still wasn't for, that he was going to the league. Even when he got there, like even the day of the, even when he, when the people was coming around to draft him, it never dawned, like even the day we sitting there. Well, I knew Atlanta, he was going in though, baby. I but we that. didn't think he was going to go as far as he did. My mind was like, okay, nah, he's going to be fourth round. No. I, I never, never thought. I, I didn't. No, no. I never thought he would be second never. round draft pick. But see, here's, here's the thing with Fat. Here, here's, combine. Yeah. I knew oh, yeah. he was going to score the combine. Yeah. So, but see, when he went to George, you got to think, his freshman year at George, he didn't even touch the he field. He didn't touch the field. See, I, I, I wish you don't bring that up. He didn't even touch the field. No, still I know you. But no, you can't be silent. It wasn't because of him. It wasn't because of Georgia. It was because of him. Yeah. He slacked off a little bit. No. Yes, no, he did. Ain't nothing y'all can tell me. You got <laughs> I a promise guy. you. No, you can't tell me that. When you got a guy like this, the talent they got had, I don't care if he shoot you birds. Call, no. You still let me, him the ball. No. You but you got to thank his first you, year. He was on, no, he was on defense. And I'm going to tell you how I know, because I was salty to at first. I go one day to pick him up because his phone messed up. No lie. So they coming back from practice. I never forget this. Mel Tucker gets off the bus and he comes on me and Mel talking. We chopping up the Mel was the coolest coach ever. He was uh, he was a parent coach. He was. So he get off of me and Mel talking. Mel ain't said nothing to me about little Miko or anything. So you got Elijah Holyfield getting off Elijah sweaty. He trying to come up to me and give me a hug. I'm like, back up Elijah. Tyler Simmons, back up Tyler. Y'all sweaty. Little Miko got off the bus. No sweat. He got off the bus like a pretty boy. <laughs> so I looked at this joker and I said now I understand why you ain't hit that field. You too busy trying to be cute with these crop tops on, mm-hmm. with your little football uniform attracting girls. I said, okay, I understand now. And Coach Mel Tucker looked at him and looked at me and said, and I ain't even have to tell your mama nothing, and she knew. From that point on right there, the, probably what, a couple of months later, they changed him from defense yeah. to offense. Because he called me. He called Coach me. Coach Tucker he called, called me. Sure did. He called me. Tucker called me, talked to me, and then Lamico called. He was like, Daddy, man, I might be trying. I might try. I might want. I'm transferring. I think I'm gonna transfer. Like that. that was in the work. Like he, he was talking about leaving Georgia. I said, Let me tell you something, dude. <laughs> I like, dude, you're not going anywhere. You're gonna get on that. You're gonna do what you gotta do. Yeah. You're gonna work. Why would you? Why would you take off now? You did all this work through middle school, high school. Yep. Now you wanna chill, bro? There's some studs out here. These, these are alphas too. So you but get. It ain't no transfer. You better go talk to Coach Smart. Let him know I don't want to play defense no more. I want to play offense. He did it. Flipped him. Mayor called and said, I don't want y'all yeah. to think. I don't want him on off, on defense. He said, but when we tried him out on offense, he looked like a different kid. Different kid. He said, I might let him His go. His face lights up. He said, I might so let, him have to let him go. I might I'm let him go to offense. Let him go. Because they were like, it's done. You got to put him and offense. And I promise you, after every game, it would, it no lie. Mel Tucker would call us and say, that boy look good on that field. Boy, special. Even when Mel got ready to leave and Fat Boy declared that he was going into the draft, 
I'll never forget we were standing there at the banquet. Mm -hmm. And Mel had tears in his eyes. He said, but this is just the beginning for y'all. Mm -hmm. And even when he, the Super Bowl, and still he, he called. Yeah. Tell that boy, I said, congratulations. Yeah. Because they always believed in him. Because they saw something in him. Because he's always been special. Yeah. Always been special. Yeah. On and off the field. And that's what people get. It ain't just on the field. I agree. It's this off man the had field. a 4.0, graduated with honor, fit in the top 10 in his class. Oh, he yeah. took just as much respect on the field yes, he, than he did in his grade, dude. And that was the yes. thing about him. He was so humble, man. He was. He never was cocky. Like, literally, bro, he never was like, I'm going to make you feel a certain type of way because I'm, uh, I'm, I'm this type like of dude. It. He ain't like that. He really want to bring you along. Like, even during the, the process with Trey Barnett and Arion and Jake, he was go try to go get them right or wrong. He was try to go pick them up and take them to the camps with him. He said, y'all ain't got to pay for them, bro. We good. They'll turn them down. But like, oh, I got something to do. He like, forget about it. I'm finna go. And think about this. Bowman, Georgia. Population of 900 people. You reach, somebody reached in and found this kid who by the time his senior year was over with, out of all the high school kids that play football in the country, in America, he was ranked the number one athlete in the country. Not number two, not number three, number one. But this was so That's crazy to me, like. Nick Saban, an icon. Icon. Dude is, is, is the most, <laughs> he's he gonna be in the Hall of Fame. No doubt, coach. probably the greatest college coach ever. He wins the national championship. On a Monday night, and the very next day, he ain't gonna live. Here at Bowman. Set in my recline. See, we, we, see, we let him sit in the recline. I, I let him sit in my recline. I'm like, dude, you, you, if you want saving, you want me sitting in that recline. Nick Saban. Nick Saban. The day after they won that championship. Tuesday, they was. He wasted no words. No. I was not a Nick Saban fan. I'm just gonna tell you. And I told him that. Mm -hmm. so, he did. I did. Brilliant. But, but he, he kept it straight. straight but he's straight. And I told him, I said, but you know what? I told him after sitting down talking to him, I said, I guess you never should judge a book by its cover. Because as of this night, I got a newfound respect for you. He was he he wasted no words. He but he's a he just, just growing up, the way he grew up and stuff. Wouldn't believe how he, he would grew not up. believe it. Cold miner didn't have nothing. Mom and daddy were poor. They had to work. Yeah, but the it's, thing. But he loved. He he has. He wants. He wants all of yeah. all the kids. And in the and in the, in the recruiting pitch he gave us with little Miko was this when he sat us down. Danielle didn't go to the one when we had to go to Alabama for the official visit. Uh, just go around that way, Jared. Yeah. And uh, he sat us down at the table. And and then with a the recruiting thing he did with us. He brought out all his rings. So 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 he brought out he, he put all his ring like this table here right he had all the he had me and little Miko sitting on this side he had a, a desk on this side so he walked to us and he sat down behind the desk so we facing him like this he said I'm gonna tell you something about recruit what no no what no other college coach can tell you and yeah I know he got 61 D1 offers but none of those head coaches can tell you what I'm gonna tell you right now. He said, I know it sounds like I'm gonna be bragging, but he said, just for a second, I'm gonna brag for a second. He brought all his rings out, sat them on the table, SC Championship, Night Championship. He said, since I've been in Alabama, every kid I didn't coach that stayed in Alabama at least four years have won that championship. Every one of them. Wow. He said, how you gonna compete with that? Okay. He said, I'm okay. not gonna. He said, how you gonna compete? That's, he said, them facts. 
Since I've been at Alabama, every kid that played in my football program, if they didn't stay four years, have won nine championship. He said, I don't know what they're doing in Georgia. They recruit just like we do. He said, they should have been worn more than what we supposed to worn, or if not more. But he said, I guarantee you, if you come here before he leave, he'll win that championship. He said, I'm not going to tell you you're going to start. I'm not going to tell you none of that. Didn't he? He's not, I'm not telling you that. He's going to work. But he said, if he come here, he's going to get a championship. But, but let me go. Final words was this right here. I, I don't, don't want to play, play with the best. I want to play against the best. I want to beat the I best. I want to beat the best. And, so, and that's why he went that's to Georgia. That's why he went to Georgia. That's why he went to Georgia. <laughs> wow. wow. That was it. Well, I sure appreciate y'all inviting yeah. us to your home. Man, that's crazy, and, dude. And bro, show me that Super Bowl thing, man. <laughs> show me that Super Bowl thing, that rock. But here's the thing, though, man. I want I, before we end on this right here. The whole, the whole, the, the this whole thing that that we done went through this, this journey, this journey right here. It been well worth it. All the little fights. All the little, I ain't feeling you right now. But to watch them growth of them kids, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? From, from somebody, you gotta understand, this man been telling her this since he been seven years old, yes. bro. Yeah. Literally, I'm gonna change y'all life. I'm, I'm changing it. And he never tilted. Like, he never wavered. Not one, not one, anyone like, as he got, got big headed, no, never. I got to work, Daddy. I want y'all to give me that. I'm working. I'm working. So when I get this, it's going to be well-deserved. Like, people say, he put the work in. And that's the key. A lot of kids feel like that they owe you something. And that's the thing about life. They don't owe you anything. If you want it, you got to go get it. And once you get it, don't ever let them take it back from you. You know what I'm saying? And that's his thing with the lead. Yeah, you behind Tyreek Hill. Yeah, you behind You can't think like that. Tyree Hill should be scared of Miko Harmon coming up on you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to let him know, boy. I'm... Keep, keep dropping some ball. Because I saw Miko number two. Number two wide out there. <laughs> and this is year. Yeah. This, this, is, this is the contract year. Right. As in, if you do good this year, we're going to go and sting you. Right. If you play around, we're going to let you get to that fourth year. Now you got to compete with other, no, other teams got a chance to get them. But I said, son, your, your thing is this. You playing with the best quarterback in the, in the yes. game for the next yes. ten years, yes. so you gotta lock in, do your work, quit making right. excuses, and make it, and, and go get it. This your time. This it. You ain't got to win no Super Bowl no more. You got it. it. You'd have been the two on. Yeah. You tired of? Yeah, you it, it, it shouldn't matter. Now it's time to work and get that money. Yeah. So when you get that next contract, you like. That's all you. That, that's it. Cause you yeah. you done put the work in. You're Tyree Hill yeah. Never lie. Done. But yeah, man, and you seen the journey. Ain't like just something yeah, that you don't know. Right, I've seen you, 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 He was in high school with Lil Miko. True that. K.O. you know what I'm saying? Come on. And he'll tell you the same thing. That man never had that. That snipe. Man, that man never had that. I mean, I, I hate to tell you this in your face, but. <laughs> tell him, Tracy. Tell me. You, you're a good dude. <laughs> I mean, you are. You're, you're a good dude. He, he gets that from y'all. Y'all did a great job raising him. He got some of you in, he got some of you in. Yeah. I've been knowing you a long time. I can't remember not one time I wanted to kill you, except for one time. When we were wrestling. When we were wrestling. I yeah. want to do something to you then, because I ain't going to do that car. <laughs> but I mean, I never had a fault out with you. You, you. You're a good dude. You got a great heart. Yeah. And and you married a woman that, that matches. Oh, you. period. 
And by y'all Period. imagine, look <laughs> yeah. what y'all created. That way, that, and that's the blessing. And because he's something special. It's something he special, really man. He, yeah. he really is. Well, with that said, <laughs> once again, I want to appreciate the Harlem's for inviting us into their home, their lovely home, and telling their story. It, it means a lot, a whole lot. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please subscribe. Any comments you want to have, leave a comment. Yeah. Hopefully there'll be a part two to this segment. Yeah. But who knows? <laughs> but until then, from the mind to the lips to the hip, until next time, peace from the heart. Who's this? Moving from rags to riches, yeah. project fences to living luxury. Now we live luxury. Straight out that bottom, nobody gave nothing to me. Be careful while fucking with me. All of my little brothers, body they cutting for me. Yeah, they gon' cut you for me. Laying a cut with them cutters and cut you for me.